I don't think we can be stopped now. That's Rage Against the Machine. Haven't heard that song in a long time. And this is Joe Swanson with the uh, Joe Swanson Propaganda Podcast. And I am uh, pleased to uh, have on today uh, Billy White from Yellow Rose Tattoo. Man, we had a good talk and um, super cool dude uh, doing really, really high quality work out in Ohio. Um and just killing it, you know, doing it for his family, doing it for uh, his love of tattooing. And that's what it's all about. So, um, you know, we talk about a lot of shit and uh, had a good time bullshitting and, and talking. And um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. If you do enjoy it, uh, I'm going to make my uh, plea again here like I do at the beginning of all these podcasts. Uh, you guys can support a couple different ways. Come on out and get tattooed. Um, I'm looking at possibly doing some conventions soon and, uh, traveling a little bit. So, uh, let me know, uh, what spots, you know, who, who wants to get tattooed and, and, uh, hit me up OG Joe Swanson at gmail.com and, and maybe I can start making some plans and, uh, um, doing some more, doing some more traveling. So, um, and you can also just, uh, you know, keep letting your friends know. That's honestly the most important thing. Just let your friends know about the podcast. And uh, a lot of people don't know about podcasts these days. I would, uh, it's kind of still, in my opinion, a little bit of a new medium for people. And, um, you know, you can get this podcast on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. Stitcher's a real easy way to do it. You can share it on Facebook, Twitter, all that shit. So, you know, just tell your friends and, and share it and, if you're enjoying it, you know, if it's helping you out, uh, continue to, uh, to laugh throughout your days and no matter how stressful you are, uh, stressed you are, cause we're all fucking stressed, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, but you know, if you can laugh a little bit and it's doing that for you, uh, inspiring you to maybe do better art and you know, fuck it, man. Just, uh, tell your friends, hopefully they can get the same thing. And, uh, I've been enjoying bringing them to you and, I enjoyed this episode uh, with uh, this chat with Billy White, and um, that's it. I don't know if I've told you all the ways you can support. Oh, you can buy my poster too. Um, that's eighty bucks, ten percent going to the tattoo uh, tattoo museum in Amsterdam. Uh, once I sell uh, all twenty five copies, which is going to be what I'm doing in the first run. So, you know, PayPal hit me up on an email. I'll let you know how to get that shit. And um, that's not only supporting me to support these podcasts, but it's also supporting. Uh, the museum in Amsterdam, which is, I think, doing a great thing in preserving history of this uh, wonderful craft that uh, is, you know, that we have, that uh, a lot of us have been blessed to be able to do. So um, with that said, I always say with that said, but with that said, this is uh, the Joe Swanson Propaganda Podcast, and this is um, my talk with Billy White from Zanesville, Ohio. All right, we're fucking recording, and this is Joe Swanson. This is Joe Swanson Propaganda Podcast, uh, and I am pretty stoked to have a dude that I found uh, on Instagram, which I just found out is the only place you can find out about this guy, uh, and his name is Billy White. He's from uh, Zanesville, Ohio, and uh, tattoos at Yellow Rose Tattoo. What the fuck is up, man? How's it going? Uh, shit, man. Everything's going good. Just out here uh, surviving the... Uh the slow season like everybody else but 
that's about it, man. Yeah, what's the weather like out there in Ohio right now? Snowy shit and shit, or is it just? We haven't. We have, we've got like some flurries, man. But we've been blessed. We haven't got fucking hit at all. We've just been getting shit on with rain. But it's cold, man. It's cold. Just Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in the Midwest, and uh, um, it's it's a different living out there, man. It's for sure a different living. How, how long have you been out there? Dude, my entire life. Uh, I I've, I I tattoo in the town about like 25 minutes away from the town I grew up in. So like, I'm born and raised, man. I'm I'm pretty much dead set in my in my in my community. So. That's kind of nice, though. Uh, I think, I mean, there's been, I grew up in Minnesota. I've tattooed in some towns in Minnesota, but never close to like where I lived. I was always commuting into the shop and shit. And it's got to be nice to be entrenched in the, in, in, I'm sure it has its benefits and negatives, man, being entrenched in the, in the place where you grew up. Yeah, for sure, man. It's like, uh, it's that kind of old moniker, you know, it's like, you know, don't tattoo, don't don't continue to tattoo in the same town you start in, you know, you'll be covering up your shit and seeing your old fuck ups every day, which is like, which is somewhat true. And, uh, but at the same time, man, it's like the same people, you know, and, and I, and I get, and I get the opportunity to get the hell out of here and go see like friends and shit from time to time. So it's, it's not that bad as long as I can get away from it. Yeah, man, that's, I've had some fucking cool ass times going in like some of my best times tattooing have been during like guest spots and shit. And we talked about it that a little bit this week, just back and forth bullshitting, um, on, on text, just, uh, that shit has been some of the coolest moments that I remember in tattooing. I learned so much shit, um, just going to different shops, you know, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt, man. It's probably just like, I know when I first started tattooing, it was just kind of like, I didn't really get it. I didn't understand it. I had no idea what the hell was like going on with, with anything. And then it was like the more, uh, the more I met different people and the more it was like, yeah, dude, come out, you know, come out here. And I still didn't do it. I didn't do it and didn't do it. Just, you know, fear. And, uh, you know, finally, once you got out there, it was like, okay, you know, this is why I, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I can do this. I can live this life if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. It, for sure. it is. It's like the highlight of my career, man. Just getting out there and like meeting my friends and looking up to the people that I've looked up to and tattooing and, you know, getting to go and like to their shops and experience, you know, that where they're at. It's just, you're, you're absolutely right, man. It's the best. It's, it's so interesting to me that like all tattoo shops have this kind of a similar, you know, I mean, they're, they're tattoo shops. You're doing tattoos there, but everything that they all have kind of a life of their own, you know, that's kind of put there by the people that work there. And it's fucking pretty cool to go out there and see different artwork and different little fucking trinkets that are like stashed throughout the shops. And I mean, I know I, I got a bunch of shit like that. Um, and one one place that I went that I think I've talked about it before was I did a guest spot at Erno's Tattoo in San Francisco back like maybe like ninety eight ninety nine and that place was fucking crazy you know with with all the shit that he had ta- brought back from Japan and masks and you know I saw a tattoo that Horiyoshi three did like back then it wasn't like the internet, man. You can go on Instagram and find Horiyoshi three and see all sorts of tattoos, you know, and go to a convention and probably find somebody that's gotten tattooed by him. But back then it was like, you had to go over to fucking Japan to get tattooed by the motherfucker, you know? Exactly, man. It's just kind of like that shit is, 
is few and far between unless you're like literally seeing it with your own two eyes, man. I mean, you could literally, you're right, man. You could see that shit. You could Google it. You could Tumblr shit, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, that's probably why I just try to stay away from it as much as I can. Just like, and it's just, I like books. I like seeing it with my own eyes. I like being able to go in there and being like, holy shit, you know, like some of the coolest things I've seen is like, uh, you know, absolute art in Richmond, Virginia is just, just full of that kind of, you know, nostalgia that you're not seeing unless you're there. Yeah. You know? And that's it, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. And you, you know what? You can get that shit a little bit also at like conventions, you know, being able to go out and see some dude from a place that you only have been able to see in a magazine or a, a, a guy represented shop that you've only seen in pictures. And you don't get a little bit of that by talking to the dude. And I mean, I remember going, uh, to different conventions and just like when I was young tattooer trying to find out how to paint, scraping up information from, uh, whoever I could, whoever would listen to me and like, tolerate me enough to give me a little knowledge yeah, absolutely not looking like the dickhead you know like tr- trying too hard you know to like to like suck it all in man that was always the fun part is like that that balance that you need yeah learning learning uh you know being patient that's fucking that's- one of, that's one of the hardest things for me man is to be patient well, i'm with you dude patience is like i don't know man i tattoo so fast everything is just like boom 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 i have three kids you know i'm constantly i'm up i'm doing shit it's always just like okay so it's like if i don't have if i don't have patience i'm going ape shit crazy you know so i work i work okay I'm, i'm slowed down so it feels it feels good but dude i'm sometimes i know it's just like it doesn't come fast enough so you just want everything right now, but it's not the way it works. Ever. Yeah, it, it never it never works that way, man. I'm I'm uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy with uh, with how that is. I was I, I realized the other day um, I pull a day over here closer at a shop over here closer to where I live, and uh, uh, one of the dudes in that shop is just cool as fuck, man, and he's just got a pace about him that's nice and slow and casual and he gets shit done still. And I realized like walking around the shop the other day, like, holy fuck, I'm, I'm at mock speed here, you know? And everybody's always telling me, Swanson, you got to slow down, slow down, you know? And it, it became apparent to me the other day, like putting, you know, seeing this guy's pace and seeing my pace. Um, and we're doing the same shit. You know what I mean? It's not like he's lagging, you know, it's not like he's slacking, you know? It's just, I, I feel it, man. I came from a shop where I was like, I was like, you are now, man. I was just like, boom, boom, running back and forth. And I was up and down and shit. And now, like, when I had the opportunity to finally like leave and do my own thing, it was like, okay, now all the little twerks that I didn't like about that, all the little things that, you know, nagged me, I have my own little, you know, my shop is 450 square feet. It yeah. is, you know incredibly small it is intimate and personal and you know that's that's it man i'm i'm at my own pace i'm in my own world there and i just bring everybody that wants to get tattooed by me into that yeah that's it's pretty cool man to have that those have that and obviously the people that get tattooed by you connect with that and enjoy that i think it's also fucking kind of fun to get tattooed like in in 
you know, at conventions and I've been tattooed at, at a couple conventions and there's a wild experience about that too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's different. It's fucking, you know, I was, I was at a convention one time and I'm, I was a little bit of a wild card back. Uh, when I went to this convention, it was ink slingers ball, like 99, maybe in, uh, the Hollywood palladium. I think it was still there. And, uh, so I'm tattooing on a corner right next to these stairs that kind of came up to this, um, the, another section of, of booths and I'm tattooing right next to, I'm somebody standing there, literally their face is as close, you know, almost as close as this microphone is to my mouth inches away, like watching me tattoo. So, um, I'm, I'm doing some shading and coloring on this tattoo. I don't even know what the tattoo was, but I switched my hand. I'm right handed. And I switched the machine over to my left hand and I stretch with my right and I start just whip shading with the left hand. And this motherfucker just went nuts. He was like, oh my God, what are you doing? Oh, I am nothing, you know, just fucking with him just by, but just by switching my hands, like, cause you're, you dude, your face is right here. Like, why are you so close to me? Why are uh, you in my shit? <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll yeah. squirt people. I'll squirt people in the face with green soap sometimes like, or bounce it off my bounce it off the, their shoulder when they're, Oh you know. yeah, I mean, that, that classic like. Okay, dude, here you go. My, I like. Uh, I personally like the uh, the clipcord whip, man. It's like if you, if you just catch it just right, man, you can flip it up almost over their ear. <laughs> and dude, that fucking freaks them out. They they don't even know what the fuck just happened. They just got hit by a goddamn you know clipcord, and then they re- I think they realize at that point I'm like, holy shit, oh, I'm like literally about to get my face tattooed it's back <laughs> the fuck up it's gonna be on you forever yeah i've uh i've actually done that i've squirted people like trying to get them the hint that they need to like just straight you know straightforward man just eyes forward you know I, I don't need your nose on your shoulder looking at you know inches away from my uh you know the tattoo machine while i'm doing this work you know plus your breast stinks so like I squirt them with water, you know, squirt them with the green soap a little bit. And if they don't get the picture after a couple times of that, I've literally like just backhanded somebody like, Hey, you know, just, just smack their cheek a little bit. Not nothing me, you know, nothing, nothing that's going to hurt them, but just to yeah. snap them out of their little days. Oh, that would be the shit. I would love to see that. Yeah. I've only done it a handful of times and that's it was going to like middle finger tap their chin. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, it wakes them up. And then I, and then I tell him, "Hey, you know, you gotta, you're you're moving your body every time, and you you know you're moving your chin, you're moving your shoulder, and you're you're fucking shit up. So it's like, I know you're interested in this, but you're gonna have a lifetime to look at it. You know, you can pick. Unbelievable, <laughs> man! The shit that people do while they're getting tattooed is unbelievable, man. Yeah, it's like someone will be saying, I, I literally had to tell this kid to put his phone down, man. I'm doing his chest piece, and he's just texting." Just like, you know, I'm like, dude, come the fuck on, man. (laughs) Like, like, first of all, this shit hurts. I know it hurts. Yeah. Um, And and you're just texting like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't know. Whatever. People are nuts, man. But that's the fun part of it. You know? Yeah, there's crazy. I mean, I've I've had people come in at this point now. If people come in and they're on their cell phone, they'll do that whole little like, uh, hold their phone down a little bit or away from their mouth and they'll, Hey, you know, what's your, what's your minimum, what's your minimum or, you know, whatever the question they have. And I, I at this point I just tell them, Hey, whenever you're done with your conversation there, just let me know. And, I, and I'll answer all your questions. Yeah. No shit. You know, it's, yeah, it's I'm, we, we, 
I think as tattooers, man, we kind of look back and we just kind of we we prefer the way that it should be and the way that you know just a little bit more respect out of things and you know unfortunately a lot of time that's just not the way the cards are handled anymore at all but yeah and i think you know with that man i i don't know if i'd necessarily well i do i would prefer the you know people walking into my shop to be respectful that's for sure but i think it's incumbent upon me uh you know as the as the tattooer to to let them know you know just kind of stand my ground and be like you know, not encourage that, you know, to, for them to talk on their phone and just hold it down while I'm trying to have a conversation with them. Cause when I'm going to have, I'm going to dive into this conversation, I'm going to sell you a tattoo. You know, this conversation may be 15, 20 minutes long and you know, I don't want that person on the other end of the line to be waiting. And it's disrespectful to me to be, to be talking on your phone while you're trying to have a conversation with me. But, uh, that's just the way it is, man. That's a life we, that's a, that's where we're at right now. I'm fucking constantly getting my ass in a ringer for looking at my phone while my wife's trying to tell me shit, you know, like, dude, you know, you're yelled at within the last 25 minutes for that, man. So right. And uh, dude, the other day, we're all guilty of it. Yeah, for sure. So I, I think it's just becoming aware of what the fuck you're doing and, and, you know, maintaining those, those things that you want to maintain that, that, uh, that are in tattoo shops that have been in tattoo shops. If you want your tattoo shop to be a scary place to walk in, then you can create that environment. You know, if you want it to be a welcoming, but respectful place to walk in, you can create that environment too. You know, if you want people to walk all over you, well, you know, I'm sure there's some, uh, tattooers out there to let people walk all over them. And that's the environment that they've created. Yeah, for sure. For but, sure. Like I definitely, when I, when I want to, when I opened Yellow Rose, it was just kind of like, all right, uh, you know, I'm walking away from a, a, a way bigger shop um, where it was kind of a more clear cut, clean. Not, I mean, not like, I mean, just kind of like super sterile almost, like just flat gray walls, you know, flash racks. Everything was just kind of, you know, very boom, boom, very professional. And it was like, oh, I'll play into it. It's cool, whatever. Um but it was, you know, it just wasn't me. You know, I wanted that, like, I wanted that when you walk in, holy shit, you know, like, is that that painting that I saw, you know, so-and-so do? Yeah, that's it. That's the original, man. Like, you're not finding it anywhere else. Like, that's it right there. Right. And, and you know, so that's the look I went for. You know, that's the, the vibe that I went for. And I've been, I've been blessed just, you know, that worked for me. You know, that that came through as, you know, who I am and what I wanted my tattoos to look like and what I wanted my tattoo shop to be like and what I how I wanted my clients to, you know, feel when they walked in is, you know, that you were going to be tattooed by a tattooer. You were tattooing you're being in a tattoo shop. It wasn't a you know, you weren't in a doctor's office now. You weren't in a and and that's cool. You know, it's fuck it works for some people. Yeah, what? and I think like there's there's something to be said for some fucked upness, you know, in a tattoo shop where oh, yeah. shit's oh, yeah. messy or you got a, a a shelf that just has a shrine of of something, you know, trinkets or or yeah, for real, you man. know, whatever that never gets dusted and that shit, you know, it's just yeah. there. It's, You're not touching it, man. I got an antelope hanging on my wall that's got a Burger King hat on it that I know has not been touched or will not be touched until it has to be taken down and moved because we're hanging up another painting. And it's just, 
just that is what it is. You know, that that's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's like when I saw those things for the first time, it was like, man, that's that has no relevance to anything. But that shit is cool. And (laughs) yeah, it was just that oddity factor of it was really cool. I think a lot of shops have that shit, man. Like there's a shop out in Napa that I've I've worked at a little bit that has same type of thing, some sort of like weird taxidermy heads like hung up. Um, uh, There's a, uh, there's a, when my dad was, fuck, let's see, I don't even know what year it was, but he went to the Bahamas when I was a kid. I mean, maybe even before I was fucking born, I don't know, but he, he got, he caught this shark right and uh had it taxidermied and so it was a shark that we had in my fucking family for a lot of years and when i came out to california i brought it out here and i ended up moving you know living in dorm rooms and shit and then i lived in um you know up in the ben loman mountains in this trailer and shit and i have room for this fucking shark it's like five and a half six feet long you know and i ended up selling it to uh called my dad i was like dad i don't have room for this shark do you want me to send it back to you what do you want me to do he's like i just fucking sell it uh, he didn't he didn't say fucking sell it he was a good dude uh um didn't have a dirty mouth like me uh but so i sell i sold it to this pizza joint in santa cruz and uh 17 years fucking later um i called the dude up and i tried to get it from him and he told me as long as i if i could ever find him an adequate replacement i could have it back the shark's name is larry i'm going to get that shit and hang it hang it somewhere <laughs> fuck yeah man fuck yeah my my Counter dude's dad, man. I'm in Ohio. I'm in southeastern Ohio. I literally am in Redneckville. You know, anywhere, like anywhere I go, man, is always like it's ten times bigger. It's got ten times cooler shit. It's ten times more modern. It's just like where I'm at is literally Hillbillyville, man. So I can get my. Uh, I did you guys hear about that? Uh, um, that dude who let all those exotic animals out, dude. Here in I. Ohio. <clears throat> I just I was doing a little bit of uh, doing my homework uh, this morning and uh, I came across that you had raised some money like uh, for that doing some tattoos at your uh, of tigers and different exotic animals. What a fucked up dude! Like explain that story to people and and what happened because this guy was a dumb motherfucker who I don't know he had some issues I guess like I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to be disparaging against the guy but. If you if you're thinking about committing suicide, dude, you shouldn't have a fucking Michael Jackson uh, Neverland Zoo, you know? Yeah, pretty much, man. Um, basically, homeboy, uh, Vietnam vet, uh, did a lot of shit in the community, man. Like opened up the first uh, Harley store here, opened up the first gun store here. He was just kind of a a wild man, uh, and apparently sometime you know he had by by proxy made all this money he was just kind of like well fuck i i can have a tiger you know i can have a panther i could have i could have fucking 29 of it, these things if i want them and he had enough land and he just did it and uh man he had so many of these fucking animals there, there. was 48 that got loose or that he let loose right yeah, yeah. and uh shit man they they all like dude the pictures i mean if you if you look at that that incident, man, it's something like you, you'll never see it again, man. It's like 1% of the Bengals tiger population uh, went down that day, man, because we had to put them down because he let them loose and they were running free all over this, you know, could have been all over the fucking town. Yeah. And, uh, well, my, uh, so did that dude not have like when the police went out and found out that these like, I don't know, probably some 
bitch was letting her kid play at the park and saw some you know tiger run by how did that come out that ha- that he did he call somebody before he shot himself and said i fucking let pandora's box open or what oh man uh he literally like he went out there uh you know and there's there's crazy speculation dude there's people there's like people out here saying that there's no way he could let the all those animals out and then killed himself and like they would have attacked him and this and that so it's like in this weird lingering conspiracy that like someone let them out, then killed him or killed him. I don't even fucking know, man. People are nuts out here, but he, uh, man, ultimately dude, one of his neighbors, they lived out on a farm, man, and saw a fucking lion and out there by the horses. And that, that's pretty much how it started. They, uh, they, resp- they responded to the scene, which obviously a guy like him had been like, uh, uh, I guess they've been out there before for other reasons with the animals and shit. They'd seen like whatever they responded and then, you know, they realized, okay, this is what it is. He's already dead. And now we have all these animals, you know, what the hell are we going to do? And it was nighttime. I mean, it got dark. It was oh, around, uh, it was in October. So it was already, you know, oh, it, it's dark here right now. It's, you know, it's been dark here for 40 minutes and it's just like, so shit, you know, that happened and it's like, boom, it's dark. So now we had to ride out through the night. And, uh, you know, I remember just staying up that night hearing about it. And it was just like, like every five minutes it would be like, oh, there's another an, another 10, you know, Bengals are dead or whatever. And then you wake up in the morning and, and you know, I, 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 have a, I have a five-year-old son. Um, and I explained to him, you know, we're, we're huge animal lovers, you know, we'll get always go to the zoo with the kids and shit like that. And, uh, you know, I didn't, I wanted to tell him, you know, about it, you know, like before he got to school and, you know, everybody had like started talking about it and they, you know, kind of forced their opinions on him. Um, you know, I just told him, you know, this is what happened. And a lot of really cool animals died, you know? Um, and he was just like, well, what can, like, what can we do? You know, like that little kid juvenile, like, well, we could fix it somehow. Somehow there's got to be something we could do. And, uh, shit, man. I just like, it was my girlfriend who's, uh, my apprentice, you know, we've been together for five years now and, uh, just, you know, she's just basically my soulmate, my compliment. And she was like, we can do something big here. We could do something. And, and I was like, well, I don't know how big it'll be, but you know, anything will help. So I just was like, yo, any wildlife tattoos for a day? Uh, this weekend, you know, here we go. And it, and it worked. And then I had a lot of response and then it was shit. I did it for three weeks and I donated a hundred percent of the profits to the Columbus zoo who was responsible for the animals that had been captured, uh, rather than, uh, exterminated, exterminated. Yeah. And, uh, I donated all that. And I don't even know what it was, man. I think it was like 30, 3,100, 3,100, something, something around there, man. That's um, fucking awesome, man. That's like, that's more than the paper that the article that I read, that's more than they said. It was like a thousand bucks, but that's, see, that's cool, man. Because what you did is you took a fucking tragic event that, you know, uh, a lot of people probably have a pretty visceral response to, because, you know, like my wife, I was talking to my wife about it this morning and um, she had a, she had a pretty intense response to you know what there's only 1500 
you know, Bengal tigers left in, in the world. And yeah. this, this dumb fuck has, you know, a bunch of them at his house and they just, th- he lets them out and they and get fun. shot. You know, why not try to trank them? Why not try to, you know, yeah. who knows, man, it's fucking, you can, you know, Monday morning quarterback that shit all the time. But you know, one of the cool fucking things that happen is, you know what you, your kid inspired you to do something fucking cool. And you know, you raised a little money to help out something. Yeah, for sure, man. We're, we always try to do that shit, man. I don't know. I've always been compelled. Just that's always just been an aspect of my life. Just trying to give back, man, and try to do shit for the community and just for the people that deserve it and need it. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in karma. I don't know if, if any of that shit exists, but I mean, it, it just, whether yeah. whether that shit exists or not, it feels good to do something good for somebody. Like, and I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I my wife, uh, we have some pretty fucking good conversations, and she checks me on on my shit, which I which I really like. And one thing she told me is, you know what, you fucking. She's been around the tattoo shop. She's worked in a tattoo shop before as a, as a counter person, and and she's been around you know my shop for the last two years, opening it up. She helped me open it, and you know she, she she's not just she's seen a lot of tattooers and been around a lot of tattooers. She goes, you know what? You fuckers are fucking prideful. You know, like, would you rather be tattooing, um, or sitting on your ass, you know, trying to, you know, thinking about tattooing. And so the other day I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what? That is, it's right. You know, why are all these people so against giving somebody a fucking deal? You know? So I, I did this little contest, uh, where I put it out on Facebook and I was like, look, the next person that texts text me gets a $200 tattoo, you know, value tattoo for free tomorrow at one o'clock, you know? So I dictated one, I dictated when it was going to happen. So it doesn't cut into my day. I didn't have shit going on at one o'clock anyways, you know? Yeah. And, um, it turns out that the guy that got the tattoo, I was able to do a super fun little sparrow on him with some flowers and he was one of my longtime clients and he was just fucking dumbfounded by the fact that I was giving him this $200 value tattoo that took me like 45 minutes, you know, whatever, man. It was like, he was stoked on it and he had had a shitty week that week, dude. And whether, you know, yeah, I got to do a fun tattoo. Like, look, I know that that's shit. You can't do that all the time. You can't be giving away your craft. But look, if somebody, if you, if you're just going to be sitting there, why not do something fun and, and pay it forward a little bit and be a little more, you know, for me personally, it, it checks me on my pride and, and, you know, what I think I'm worth. And you know what, bitch, the, the, what I'm worth is fucking what the market will bear. And if, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, People could stop getting tattooed by Joe Swanson tomorrow, and what am I going to do about it? Do about it. Shit, man. Can't do nothing. You're going to have to figure out how to fuck to provide. That's it, man. I'm just lucky. Like, that's that's all we are. If we're lucky enough to be doing it and to be tattooing and we can do it forever, man, if we're, if we're that fucking lucky, then good for us. But, man, we don't – tattooing don't know us shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It don't know us a goddamn thing, man. You know, we didn't we didn't lay these roads. We're just kind of fucking traveling on them, man. It's like the longer the longer you're into it, you know, the more you owe it, and that's just it. You know, yeah, you don't I think know your thing, man. You just got to keep paying it forward, whether it's you know whether it's with your clients, whether it's with your drawings, your fucking your desire to improve. I mean, yeah. it's everything's just got to be forward because the soon as soon as it slows down, as soon as 
you're not trying to move forward, then you're just fucking stuck and you're stagnant and your shit becomes mundane. And it's just, that's fuck that. That ain't for me. One to, you know, one thing, that's one thing I like about, um, uh, the internet and, and you can go on the internet any day and get inspiration, you know, where back in the day you had to wait for that magazine to come out and you, you had to, you know, look through 72 shitty photos to get to the one good one that was by some guy out in New York or San Francisco or, or Austin and, um, or Europe, you know, fuck. And nowadays you can go on the fucking internet, uh, anytime and get some inspiration, and it's pretty fucking cool, man. I mean, I like it, and I think moving forward and and progressing and and that's what it's all about. Like you said, you know, it's trying to trying to not become stagnant, you know, for sure. You still there, buddy? Hello. And it's re- and it's real easy too, too, man. And it and the internet, it's good. It can work for you for sure. There's a, there's always that like that drive, you could see something. And I mean, you got to just, there's that careful balance, man. You see people get caught in it every fucking day, man. I try to avoid it so much. It's just that like, man, I don't want my shit to look like I've been looking at the internet or, or Instagram all day. You know, I want someone to be like, fuck, I ain't never really seen it like that. Or, you know, that's, it's just that desire to like, see something, man, see some of my friends' shit, you know, Thank God for the iPhone, man. I got, you know, I'm in a group message with 10 of my best friends who are all fucking tattooers uh, who were sending, you know, paintings and drawings and pictures and fucking bullshit all day. But, I mean, you see that shit and you're just like, all right, well, it's time to fucking step it up. And, you know, that's it. That's tight. That's that's really fucking cool, man. Like, that's that's what it's all about. Like, that used to be letters, you know, that used to be letters and, and shit like that. And now it's a text message. Yeah. I mean, I feel it, man. I just, uh, I mean, shit, we do that too, man. We're always, it's kind of lame, but we're sending care packages. Ridiculous. When we're all working on a book right now together. So it's always like, we're all painting, you know, one image, then boom, it's on to the next guy. And then they paint an image and then boom, it's on to the next guy. And, so, I mean, there's always bullshit in there, whether it's that fucking stupid picture, you know, aha, I drew a dick on something, here you go, man. But, you know, we're it, we're still doing the pen pal shit like like the, the good old days, but that group text, man, it's hilarious. It's, you fucking, you can go to bed, like, I, you know, a couple of the dudes, well, one, Kyle lives out in California, so he's always up fucking way later than I am, and shit, man, I go to bed, fucking, some of these dudes... I swear to God, don't sleep. I'll wake up with 160 fucking unread texts. Just like, come on, guys. Like, I can't read the newspaper anymore because I got to just keep up with this shit now. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But it's it's worth it, man. It's just that drive, you know, the fact that, you know, these people are, you know, they give a shit about what I'm doing. And, you know, it's just cool. You know, it's nice. Yeah, so, man. Well, it's that camaraderie in that community. Like, it's the difference between what I'm always saying, man. It's the industry and that's community. The, that's your that's your tattoo community. You know, there's this big fucking industry that's multi billion dollars, and it's on the internet, and you, and shit's coming from China and whatever. You know, I mean, fuck it. We're in it now, guys. So fucking let's let's continue to do the shit that that is uh, good for the for your own community. Um, and that, when I say community, I mean, 
like the shit you're doing. You know, you're texting your buddies and one dude's out in California. One guy might be in New York. One by guy might be in Florida, but you guys are all pushing each other to do better shit. I'm sure that's what you're doing with your guys in your shop. And, um, you know, and then you're, you guys are working together to do shit like that, you know, raising money for different things. And that's a fucking good shit, man. And supporting each other, you know, like I'm doing this, that poster, uh, it's on Instagram. It's the, this is a gun. This, these are machines poster. Um, and it's like a throwback respect to a bunch of machine builders who I think have made an impact on the community, tattoo community, and are continuing to strive to better themselves and better the equipment that we're working with. And I'm selling it, you know, really, really fucking nice prints made by the same dude that's doing Chris Khan's prints and shit out in New York. Um, and I'm selling them for 80 bucks, but I'm donating 10% of that shit to the Amsterdam Tattoo Museum, which again is preserving history and shit, you know? It's like those types of things to pay it forward, like, or to help promote each other is the type of shit that that's why I'm doing this podcast too, man. I want to fucking let people hear from these motherfuckers who are in the middle of Ohio, uh, running around, staying up, you know, dropping their kids off at school, staying up late, fucking, uh, painting alligators and shit and, you know, making good tattoos. For real, man. It's like, that's what I do. I sleep about, uh, like five hours a day, man. That's, that's the schedule I'm currently on. Uh, with my kids, it's just like, all right, I'm up at six and I'm getting myself ready and then getting them ready. Um, I'm a tattooer, man. I got, I got baby mom. So my kids go to different schools. Um, so I'm, I'm driving 30 minutes to one school and then 15 minutes past it to another school and then 30 minutes back to the shop and, uh, you know, work until I have to go get the kids, uh, for the first part of the, the week, man. And on the weekends, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that, you know, they have, uh, you know, great grandparents and, you know, great moms that, uh, are there on the weekends that kind of bounce, bounce back me and, and let me work a little bit longer. Uh, as silly as it sounds, you'd think those would be the days I just want to fucking sleep, but those are the days I drive just a little bit harder, you know, that I'm there, you know, 12, 13 hours as opposed to, you know, the first part, but, you know, come home and be a family man, be a dad and be, you know, you know, be a a boyfriend and that shit just, you know, takes it all up. And then you just got to be like, okay, well somewhere, you know, there has to be that lean way. And I'm blessed, you know, that I do have a girlfriend who's, you know, involved in this industry who, you know, fuck, we paint, we paint together, we hang out, you know, our kids draw with us. And, uh, it's just a cool thing, man. I, I, you know, my family is just, it, it allows me to just, you know, be a tattooer and be a tattoo family and be a tattoo dad and just like everything like that is just I'm I'm lucky that, you know, I can do that so I can stay up late and then I go to bed at one o'clock and I wake up and I do it again, you man. And, you know, that's the only thing that I know how to do. <laughs> right. I, yeah. You know, I've been a shitty fucking a shitty friend, a shitty dude. You know, it's just like, well, OK. I know I can be a good dad and a good tattooer if I just fucking dedicate everything I have to those two fucking things, man. And that's it. Yeah. That's all I do. That's uh, it's one of those things is finding balance. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I've talked about it before on this. It's one of the things that I believe in that I was fucking not good at for a lot of my life. And that's finding balance between work. I'm a workaholic, dude. If you let me, if you fucking let the reins out, dude, I'll be at the shop 
24 seven. You know what I mean? I'll sleep at the shop. The shop. Dude, my shop has a shower, a fucking bed, like a microwave. Like you literally can can stay at the. That's what the the kids are home now. So now I'm getting that that daddy daddy. Hell yeah, but man! My daughter just turned two, man, like two weeks ago. Beautiful. And she is a she's a fucking firecracker, man. And she's definitely part of the reason now where my sleeping schedule is a little bit a little bit later than normal. But going to those terrible twos, but shit's crazy, man. But I'm like you, twenty four seven, three sixty five, man. If if someone didn't say, hey, man, you got to come home and be a dad, and and yeah. shit for a long time, man. I, I was a uh, I was definitely that guy, you know, I, I, I missed a lot of things and I, because I didn't leave the tattoo shop because I wanted to make money or because, you know, I had a response. I thought I had a responsibility to, to anything more than my family. And then I realized, you know, it's like, well, I can, now I got my own place and now I can, you know, I can take days off to go to a soccer game or I can, you know, I can go to the goddamn Madagascar four opening on a Friday night if I choose. And yeah. that's, I'll go back to the shop when I'm done. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, like I said, it's finding that balance and everybody's going to be different and, and you can find that, uh, in any aspect of, of your life or any job, you know, for us, it's tattooing for somebody. It might be, construction for somebody it might be selling real estate or whatever the fuck it is man you can find that balance and it's man i think it's one of the biggest things that i still am challenged by that that i continue to try to strive for every day is to finding that perfect balance of of work and family and and life and yeah shit comes up man but you gotta you gotta keep pushing forward so how are the um where did you start tattooing, man? You said you were you've been in Ohio like most of your life, all your life. Uh, I started tattooing uh, when I was nineteen, and uh, I'm getting ready to turn fucking twenty eight in like two weeks. And um, I, I dropped out of college. I was one of those like I'm trying to go to college. I was I was actually going to be a special education teacher, um, and just uh, kind of realized that shit was not for me, and. Uh, I couldn't walk away. I was just too like hot head and emotional. And, uh, so I thought, okay, well, fuck it. I guess I'll be a tattoo artist. And that made no fucking sense really. But, uh, uh, I got involved in that man and I was, I worked in a, a real shitty, uh, biker shop, man, to start off with and just kind of went in like jokingly, like, ha, you guys need an apprentice. And, uh, they were like, yeah, uh, for sure, you know, can you draw? And I'm like, well, yeah, I could draw. And uh, so, man, they were like, well, come to the meeting tonight and we'll fire our, our apprentice. And they fired their apprentice. And they fucking, this dude ran in with a bloody nose and another dude jet, like, fucking beat him up and took him outside. And I was just kind of like, this, like, what the fuck did I just get myself into? Like, I just fucked up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> did you have like walking into that? Did, had you spent any time down at this sh- gritty fucking spot with these guys or was it just, how did you end up in that f- shop? Well, man, uh, there's, there's, I mean, there's only like fucking a few places in the town to get tattooed at. And this was just kind of like the, the better of the, of the ones where you're like, what there, there really wasn't a good option ever. And, um, 
but this was the best of the options. And then I, I guess now looking back on it, it's like to, to think that like that's where I started and that was like the the best of the options is the scariest fucking thing in the world. But uh, what's guys, what? and I just got a couple tattoos from them and they were just like I don't know that was it. They that's just one- up like a. Like four months before, they're like from one of those like we defected from all the other biker shops and now we're better than them. And uh, I fucking started there, man. And then uh, it wasn't like I did like two years, year and a half or some shit there, and was like, okay, well, I got to kind of get out of here and find a a better place to go. Uh, and like forty five minutes away from the town that I was tattooing in was like a. This guy who moved up from Virginia named Dallas Brewer, uh, really just amazing traditional tattoo artist. Uh, and for whatever reason, man, we we drove out there and was just like, hey, uh, hey, dude, what's up? You know, we're just these guys from this scummy shop down here and we're just we want better for ourselves. And we did that, man. We drove uh, me and my buddy Travis. We drove uh, to, you know, to and from every fucking day, man. We just kind of walked out of the shop we were in. Uh, in hopes that, you know, he would either take us on there, which was just never really going to happen. Uh, and eventually he was just like, cool, man. Well, we're just going to open up a shop down in Zanesville. And uh, for whatever reason, man, I don't know why, but he did. He opened up a shop for uh, two guys he didn't know. And the fucking this other guy was just tattooing out of his house in the, in the town that he tattooed out of. So I, I, I just kind of went that route with him and was just like, all right, he knows he he's telling me I suck. He's, he's telling me that I'm a shitty drawer and I don't know what I'm doing. My machines are garbage and I don't know anything, man. And he, uh, that was in 2006 and he took me to uh hell city and was like, all right, dude, well you're getting tattooed by Brian Bruno and you have two fucking or three options. You're going to get like a skull a snake or a tiger and uh i was like uh i don't fucking know he's like well you're, you're just getting something dude you're getting it on your form because at the time i had no forearm tattoos i had no visible tattoos really to speak of and uh you know i'd made it that long in the biker because i knew i didn't really want to get my fucking forearms and shit tattooed by those dudes and uh so he took me to meet Brian Bruno, man, and I got a tiger. And it wasn't even until like years later that I was just like, oh, okay, wait a minute. That dude worked with Ed Hardy, and you know that dude knows everything. And like in that booth was like, you know, Jay Chastain, and you know the four Chad Soner and Timothy Hoyer, and it was just like, here I am with these dudes now, and they're friends with Dallas, and now I have to just kind of figure this shit out, and. That was it, man. I just got thrown in the fucking mix. And uh, I worked with him with Dallas uh, at downtown for 2006 to like two years ago. So for like four years, man, five years, uh, I opened up Yellow Rose. We just we just kind of went our separate ways for a minute, man. Um, I just had I was going through so much crazy shit. I lost both of my parents and was just like, all right, I need to just kind of get out of this place. And I opened up yellow rose and was doing my own thing. And, uh, it's just now recently, um, me and Dallas started talking again and, uh, shit's going really well. We're getting, I'm actually getting ready to go back to, uh, the shop that I, that we opened together in 2006 and, uh, we're redoing it, man. Uh, we're overhauling it. We're re we're changing the name of it to red rose. So, 
there's going to be two fucking awesome places to get tattooed in this town with two, you know, incredibly talented staff members. And it's just like tattooers and fucking people that want to be in tattoo shops and, you know, and want to do good things and want to do good tattoos. And I think he, he's kind of got back to that, like, this is how it needs to be mentality. And, uh, you know, I'm stoked. It's going to be awesome, man. That sounds, you know what I've always said, like, uh, that one of the best strategies is to fucking open up on yourself and become your own competition. Like, you know, what's preventing a dude from doing that? You know, just your homies, like that shouldn't be a, a risk, you know, that should be like you both coming in and taking over and fucking ruling that town, you know? And yeah, it's essentially what we're going for, man. It's just like for 25 fucking years, there hasn't been a good place in this town to get a good tattoo. And, you know, we've been working hard, you know, since 2006 to kind of just fucking make sure that you could get a good tattoo in this town. Yeah. What, what's, uh, when is that supposed to open? Man, it actually, uh, the transition is happening right now. Uh, I tattoo. I was lucky and lucky enough, man. One of my my good friends, Robert Lamb, just moved down here four months ago from uh, another shop in Ohio, and he's been working at Yellow Rose with me, uh, which has been crazy. You know, it's uh, me and Jamie and Robert in there, plus our counter guy Jake, and uh, and four hundred and fifty square feet. So it's been just like. Pretty crazy, pretty cramped, but in, in like the best way possible. Uh, he's actually, he just started there today, man. Um, so the transition is like literally happening as we speak. Um, we're getting ready to just kind of go in there and overhaul, uh, just redecorate uh, new floors, new paint, new flash, um, and just kind of, you know, make it the way it needs to be um, and just rename it, man, and start fresh and it's just going to be a cool thing. Jamie's going there. She's going to be tattooing. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of her. You know, she's finally just to the point now where she's doing, you know, paintings just as fucking nice as, you know, I am, if not nicer and doing tattoos that look fucking nice too. So it's crazy, man. I never once thought in a million years that I would be in this position, but this is where I'm at now. And I'm just kind of enjoying it, man. Yeah, man, it sounds it sounds fucking cool. I have a uh, if you get in getting any background noise, um, the dog came in the room. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that sounds that sounds fucking cool. I, I uh, I'm excited, man. I, I'm excited for you to see. It sounds like you've you've really found that balance, man, with uh, with tattooing and and family and the shops and your friends and. And uh, that's the greatest thing, man. It's 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 finding that, and it's working to perfect that. You know that schedule and fucking your work. Goddamn, man! It's uh, it's something that you see so much more prevalent now that there's just guys out there in the middle of nowhere that are doing fucking so good work. You know their their work is just blowing minds, and you've never heard of the guy. You've never fucking heard of him, man. It's it's nuts. Like you can literally. You know, that's that's the one thing about this industry, man. It is rapidly fucking growing and it is to a, at a disgusting point. But by proxy, man, now there's there's a dude who who made tattoo and literally fucking Fargo, North Dakota, who might be the nastiest motherfucker in the world. You know, Fredericktown, Maryland shouldn't have, you know, six great tattooers or some shit, but it does. 
you know yeah. it's just like random as fuck and you know it is cool that people are out there and you know you may never know them you may never run across them but they're still out there killing it you know they're doing their part you know to preserve what's right in tattooing so that's that's what's really cool yeah no it's fucking awesome man it's it's like I said it a lot, I've said it a lot on, I think on this, uh, on this podcast, at least to the fucking people that I'm having daily conversations with that, the the industry, and I'm talking about the industry now, not the fucking community. Um, yeah. but the tattoo industry is exploded so much and, and everything's so accessible to people now that it's going to bring in those more of those fringe, uh, lazy motherfuckers who wouldn't have taken the time to try to find, you know, out how to tattoo or where to get equipment or, or whatever. They can go down to their local smoke shop now and grab that shit and go home and start hacking their friends. And I mean, I see, I see it to, uh, today or, um, a couple days ago, I was talking to my, this, uh, 16 year old kid and, um, that that's at the shop a lot. And one of his one, the 16 year old girl that's in this, in this area, uh, on Instagram, just fucking butchering people. Dude, 16 years old. You barely know how to fu- fucking put in a tampon, bitch. What do you know about tattooing? You know, like Jake. nothing. 16 year old, just fucking getting likes on Instagram. You know, not many likes, but fucking all her friends think she's the shit. And she's, she's butchering people. Dude, I feel it, man. There's a kid out here. He's like an hour and a half away. And he's just fucking, I mean, He's doing it fucking wrong. He's just murdering people and shit. I made the mistake of being like he he. Then he's just one of those like really super arrogant dude. The dude sold Dan Smith's fucking drawings and paintings. Tried to put them up on Facebook like these are my things. When he's a scratcher and it's like dude, clearly they're not your things. That's Dan Smith's things. Fuck you. And uh, dude he started popping off of the mouth of me and I'm just like, man, listen, like I'm not who you think I am. I'm just, I'm just some fucking dude. So come out here, man. He comes out to the shop. I tattoo. This is how dumb this is. You're going to love this shit, man. I tattoo his hand, uh, and just like introduce myself and tell him, you know, I'm not what you think I am. You know, this is how tattooing is supposed to be. You know, I do a cover-up on his hand of the cover-up he did on his own hand with his non-dominant hand. Oh, and shit. So he's... He oh, not fuck. Tattooed once, but he fucked up the first time, fucked up the second time, and needed me to fix it. So so I covered this fucking shit storm up. And uh, now that dude, man, I, I'll see it. Like, I got tagged in fucking Instagram last night at like 3.30 in the morning where he's just like... Here's another rose inspired by, you know, me and Jamie. It's like, dude, don't. And it just looks like you traced it. It's like, dude, don't. If you want to, if I inspire you, cool. But you need to figure out how the fuck to do it yourself. And then you just got all these people out there that you're not going to know unless you're in this, unless you're seeing it. And I mean, there's secrets, man. This is like a society where. You know, you can't figure this out by yourself. You can't watch YouTube videos and figure this out. It's so much bigger than that. And that's what these kids and these scratcher motherfuckers, they just don't know and they don't get. And they, you know, they're never going to. You know, some people argue with some of the best started off as scratchers and and, cool. But most of them now aren't going to tell you that's the fucking way to do it. Most of them are going to the fucking doors closed. 
Yeah, you know, well, and that's the thing. Like, everybody has a different history, and everybody has a certain upbringing and tattooing. And I don't care if you started tattooing out of your house, out of your garage, out backwoods swamp shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you're doing the right shit, you won't be a fucking home scratcher for very long because you will align yourselves with the right people. You'll fucking hustle. You'll put your effort into it. And whether you started off that way or not, it doesn't mean you have to end that way. And it doesn't mean your shit has to look stupid and shitty and, and without composition, or you got to rip motherfuckers off. Like there was this dude that ripped off, uh, some shit from uh, Mike Chambers, who I'm fucking stoked on. That guy's an amazing tattooer. And this guy was up on Instagram. Like he did that. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the tattoo that Mike did of a, like a baboon with some roses. And yeah, just the, with the blue, just the blue under the eyes and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Mike's roses are, are, you know, you know, his roses, you know, the black in the center and the red on the outside. And they are very distinctively uh, his I wouldn't say his style, but he's, he's, it's very apparent that, that that's the way he's doing his roses at this point, you know? And I yeah. saw it and I'm like, where the fuck? Like, where have I seen this? This looks like it's a really shitty version of it. And sure as shit, man, I look back and I think on his blog or maybe his website, I looked, I found the tattoo that this fucker ripped it off from. And I was like, God damn, man, can't you just go on the internet, find a picture of a baboon and, try to draw that shit yourself, you know, because you understand like all you're doing is simplifying it, you know, and you, you should understand how to draw a rose. Like at this point, man, if you're, if you haven't just figured out how to fuck to do that, at least then, then just, just back the fuck up, man. That's the thing. I mean, some of these dudes, man, they're just going to always bite your shit. They're always going to take, take an idea and they're going to, I mean, it's the dudes that see that idea or take that idea and apply it to to their tattoo and or their style, you know, and and make it relevant for that particular tattoo. But otherwise, man, it's just all these dudes that are just jocking shit, man. It's yeah. just like okay, who's the most popular dude on Instagram or in the tattoo community now, and watch me do exactly what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. and I think uh, it's too bad, man. And I don't, you know, I don't want to belabor this point because everybody, I think a lot of us feel the same way about it. And it's all it does is fucking all it is, is negative. You know, those fuckers are negative and, and to think that we can change things by bullshitting about it is, is wrong. I, I was thinking about it the other day. And I think what has to happen is just exactly what you're doing there in Zanesville with your shop and your, and your sister shop. Uh, you're educating people who come in there about what a fucking good tattoo is. And you know what? Honestly, that's the good, aside from all the bullshit and uh, drama that happens on these tattoo shows, that's something that they do do that's good is they show the general public what a good, most of the time, what a good tattoo should look like. And with that and education from local guys like yourself and me and, and tattooers who are doing the right shit, I think the general public is going to start coming to demand a better product. And those fuckers that are the long run guys, like I always say, those consistent hitters who are going to do that shit right, they're the, they're the dudes that are going to be coming around. It's all about education. You can't fight these fuckers because there's too many of them out there. And all you can do is fight them with fucking you know, good tattoos and positivity and fucking you know, not, not getting into the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, man. 
Um, you you know. can bang your head against the. Uh, you can bang your head against the wall all day long, worrying about what the other fucker's doing down the street. But you know what? It doesn't do you any good. Just focus on what you're doing. Focus on your homies. Your you know your group text messages and your paintings and and that, uh, get that, your shit looking right. That's it, man. That's the only thing that you can do is just get worry about yourself, man. If you're not fucking your own biggest critic, man. I mean, you could put. I could put up something on fucking Instagram tonight, maybe, and it might get fucking, you know, 200 likes or it might get 400 likes or, you know, but honestly, fuck it because I might hate it and I'm going to hate it by tomorrow morning. So it's just like, all right, well, it's on to the next one. Like we were talking, man, it's just like, okay, well, here we are. We're this far into it might be a painting or some shit and oh, I fucked it up. Okay, what are we going to do about it? Yeah, I fucked that Battle Royale painting up big time. First, I lined it too thick. It's 16 by 20, and I lined it too thick, and then I, dude, that, I'm sorry, man. It, it, it fucking, that's a complicated fucking drawing with all the layers in it, and it was kicking my ass for like a week or two. And I finally got it to the point where I had to break each element down to itself and layer them on top of each other and find out where they work together and then when i was painting that shit i lost track of it again and i ended up painting a part of the body that was uh part of the body of the dragon that ended up that i thought was background and shit and fuck dude i just took a paint marker and just said this sucks on it (laughs) wrote over the whole thing man i fucking i fuck it up man i mean that's what you're doing though if you're if you're doing it every day you know, you're bound and determined to fuck it up or hate what you're doing. And it, you know, it's just, that's, that is what it is. It's just like, okay, that was cool right now, but now it's on to this thing. And now it's like, I'm, I'm about to try to fucking do that. Like I want my next tattoo. Like that's, that's, that's what I always strive when I'm talking to like everybody that comes out to the shop. It's like, okay, I, you know, that's cool. I, I like that tattoo. And I'm very stoked that my client likes that tattoo, but now I want the next tattoo I do to be fucking cooler. Even better. Like you look at it and just be like, damn, that's my favorite tattoo I've ever done. You want those, you have those moments where you tattoo something and it's just fucking magic. And you're like, everything came together, you know? And then you have those times where you fucking tattoo something and you're like, fuck, this is a sick drawing. And uh, you tattoo the shading and it looks good. And then you like start doing the color and the idea of the color that you had for it didn't fucking work out. And you're just like, oh, fuck, damn, that sucked. <laughs> Happened to me today, man. Uh, it's just like I'm with it. But, I mean, I'm, I'm shooting for that feeling. It's that high almost every time you do a tattoo. It's at the end of it. It's like, all right, cool. You know, I, I'm done with this now. Thank fucking God. You know, like I, I people are always like, man, you killed that tattoo. You know, I, I, it's, but at the end of it, man, I walk away from it like, okay, I literally did the best tattoo that I could do for that person. And then, you know, that's it there. It's theirs now. And, you know, I'm on, I'm on to the next thing. I'm, I'm trying to just think about, okay, well, I got that brief moment of reflection, like, okay, well, I wish I could have, you know, I, now I'm step back. I can see, oh, I should have colored the eyes this, you know, I shouldn't have done, you know, I should have made the whip shading smoother here or some shit. But mm-hmm. I mean, just critiquing yourself and putting yourself on blast and realizing that, you know, you really don't know shit. And Oh, look, dude, I, I, I absolutely, I agree 100%, man. And it's, it's about being humble. It's about being honest. And, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, 
what if shit sucks in my tattoos and, and I ain't the greatest tattooer. I just strive every day to put on a good tattoo, you know, for my clients and, and, uh, hope to be able to do some fun tattoos that I like and, and be a part of, you know, some good friendships and fuck dude, I fuck up shit all the time. You know, I fuck some shit up on my wife that, uh, I'll have to blog about that someday, man. And I'll show the whole process. I fixed it, but you know, you're just, uh, it comes and goes, man. And, and I'm just stoked to be where I'm at. I'm stoked to be able to talk to tattooers like yourself, Billy, and, and be inspired and, and connect not only with the guys that I've, I've been friends with for a long time that are great tattooers, but build new friendships and, uh, expand my community. And I know you want to travel and shit and come out to California, dude. So one of these days we'll have to, uh, set something up have you come on out and fucking uh, tattoo some of these San Francisco Oakland motherfuckers dude I'm down I'm yeah. down I'll do some I want to do some fucking Rangers tats yeah man let's do it let's do it believe, so believe it or not man I don't do a single goddamn Cleveland Brown tattoo out here but I will I will spend I bet you I've done more fucking Raider tattoos than I mean I'm not saying any of y'all but you know, I've done a shit ton for being in Ohio. I don't get it. So maybe I can just hone that ability and go out there and do some cool ones. But fuck yeah, man, I'm ready to come to California. You know, I got friends out there and, you know, I'm stoked to finally, you know, now, you know, meeting you and, and you know, you putting in this this effort is, is it's fucking cool, dude. Because people out, you know, they're not doing it. You know, it's like a lot of people are just okay with, all right, well, this is where I'm at. And, you know, you're you're not you're not like that. You know, I can tell that, you know, you're putting forth the effort into just, you know, continuing, you know, the right way, man. That's just it. It's just, uh, I, doing I was, it's, it's, you can tell, and it's cool that you're doing it. So, well, I'm stoked I'm, on the, I'm stoked on the support, man. And the, and the feedback I've gotten from this project that I'm doing with the podcast and from guys like you, who I really, you know, enjoy looking at the shit that's coming through and, and, uh, like I told you the other night, man, I, I'm just absolutely blessed to have been in the shops that I've been in and met the people and worked with the people that I've, I've met. And I'm just trying to, you know, some of that kind of luster and, and allure that I've been able to be a part of, I want other people to be able to have even a little bit of that, you know, just by listening to a story about a guy who, you know, has been tattooing 17 years or a guy like yourself who's been tattooing almost a decade. And, you know, I, I think that's the fucking coolest thing, man, with social media and the internet and some guy over in, you know, anywhere can be listening to this shit. And I hope that we hope that I can bring some positivity to people, try to get them to not feed into the bullshit and just be like focused on what they're doing and, and elevate their fucking tattooing and art and life to another level, you know? Yeah, that's that's all we can hope for, man. Even if it, yeah, one hundred percent. If it ain't about tattooing, if it's not about your paintings, you know, then if you're just some random fucking person out there listening, you know, really, you know, it's just about just being happy and doing what you want to. Yeah, fucking man. Do. If you're a if you, if you're a plumber right now, crawling on a you know underneath the house in the middle of fucking Ohio because some motherfuckers pipes froze and you're listening to this shit on an, on Stitcher radio or iTunes and you're getting some motivation from it to be fucking, you know, I don't know to be, find that balance in your life. That's what I'm hoping for, man. I, I, it's definitely tattoo based. You know, that's what I am. I'm a tattooer, but shit, man, I want to, I want to inspire a lot of other people and I want dudes like you to do the same and, and be able to pursue this, 
you know, somebody said it the other day to me, this dream. And, and, uh, um, I was talking about the dream of having my shop and, um, you know, he's like, I just, my dream is I just want to be a tattooer. You know what I mean? And that struck home to me, man. Cause that's what it's all about. It boils back down to, you know, you know, fuck the register, the, the regulations that are new in California and all that shit. We're going to do that. Cause we have to, by law, we have to stay, you know, we've been under the radar for a lot of years and, and we're going to have to do some changes and, and shit. But you know what? Bottom line is I'm a tattooer and that's what I love to do. And I love to make people happy with the tattoos that I put on them. And, you know, I'll just kind of flow through this, through this community and this industry and, and, uh, try to do that, man. Leave my mark, even though it's small, it, it's, I hope I'm going to be able to leave it. And we definitely leave it every day on the clients that we tattoo. And I yeah. appreciate those fuckers. And I know you do too. Oh um, God, man, you know, it, that's the thing, dude, we could be anywhere. We could be, you know, we could be a fucking Walmart and, you know, see someone we tattooed fucking six years ago. And we, we don't know them. We don't remember the goddamn tattoo anymore, but you know, or if we're lucky, we might, but you know, they, they do, they remember, they remember exactly what the hell they were wearing probably. And it's just cool that we did that. You know, we, we've, we've done something for someone, man. That's what's awesome about this industry and this, and this shit is like, you can't do that. You know, no one remembers the fucking cheeseburger you had last week. You know, no one remembers the bank teller from four years ago, how sweet they were. But, you know, we have the chance to, you know, literally change shit forever. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm just I'm like you, man. We're blessed to be able to do it every day. Fuck yeah, man. Well, Billy, thank you, dude. I appreciate it. And uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Billy's work, uh, you can go check him out. Billy White Tattoos on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to try to convince him to get a Twitter. Uh, if you are on Twitter. Thank you. And hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. OG Joe Swanson. Um, you know what? Support this guy. Yellow Rose Tattoo in Zanesville, Ohio. Red Rose Tattoo is coming soon. Um, you want a low key, good fucking nice place to get tattooed. Um, you know, go check out Billy and his guys that, that are working there and, and the folks that he has on his team out there fucking doing tattoos, man. Uh, you can hit him up at Billy White Tattoos at Hotmail.com. Uh, if you want to call the shop, Call them, uh, let them know you support. It's 740 uh, 2904353 So, 297, Joe. Oh, shit. What is it? 297? Yep. Okay, you tell, you tell them the fucking number, dude. It's uh, 740-297-4353. Uh, and literally, you guys can fucking call whenever because there's always someone there. <laughs> Right on, Billy. Well, thank you for taking the time out uh, to do this podcast and supporting, man. And, and uh, you know, we'll be in touch, brother. Thanks, Joe, man. I appreciate it. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you later on. All right, brother. Thanks, Bye. man. Take care, dude. Yep.